Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Well, hello, everybody. This is Julie Schrager. I am your host of Nothing But Julie podcast and happy home day. Happy Wednesday to you all. Um, I wanted to touch on something which is mostly for women, which is more about how we change throughout our lives. And it might sound like a little bit of a boring topic, but it's also going to be fun because I'm probably going to touch on some things that many women have gone through and changed and survived throughout their years. And it's not just mentally, it's also, um, it's women's bodies and, and how aging is different for women versus men. Uh, you know, I know that the male and female bodies, you know, we respond differently to aging. Um, but the psychology with women and men is very, very different as well. And, and the life expectancy, you know, it's, it's, I know that it's a simple fact that pretty much it throughout the world <clears throat> that women live longer than men. And some think that it's because men might engage in more um, dangerous activities or dangerous occupations, like like the military. But that is not the only reason why there's so much, uh, there's a reason why women live longer. Um, it, it's also women tend to see a doctor more often than a man, um, and they can be diagnosed with certain things faster and live longer. Um, and apparently in the United States, the average life expectancy is 78.6 years for all genders, but for women, it's 81 and for men, it's 76. So there you go. Um, I know that when we are younger, we very rarely look into our future and, you know, what, what is life going to be like when we're in our 50s, 60s, 70s and all the wonderful things that start happening with women, such as you know, sexual function, menopause, and vaginal dryness. And what about for men? With many of them, uh, suffer from erectile dysfunction. So it, women are also dealing with hormones. Oh, I am right now. It's not horrible, but I am definitely going through perimenopause. But I think that the mood swings are probably the worst and, and the mood swings are there, you know, it just comes on so fast where all of a sudden I'm in a great mood. I'm sorry. I'm in a great mood. And all of a sudden, like in the snap of a finger, I, I am, 
just in a really foul mood. Luckily, it does not last long and I've gotten a handle on it to where I kind of know what to do to prevent it from getting worse. But, you know, our estrogen levels are, are always changing with aging and you know, that's, that could be a huge concern. And, and for men, their testosterone levels are, um, are changing. But what about our brains? <clears throat> I mean, our brains start to age. Many people don't think about that <clears throat> unless it's something where, you know, a loved one or even yourself is, is starting to suffer from <clears throat> memory loss or um, maybe Alzheimer's or dementia. <clears throat> It's just uh, kind of like a twist of fate. So what about brain aging? I mean, men that are, are not fit, um, they're overweight or they're diagnosed with diabetes or, you know, they, they, that can affect the age of their brain. And women were actually more likely to suffer from cognitive impairment. So that's why, ladies, it's extremely, um, it, it, it's important for women to make sure that they have another life outside of just their husband, because it's important to keep your brain healthy. Um, I had read that uh, 32% of men and 15% of women over 100 fit the profile of what they call escapers or people who did not have any major health conditions. Isn't that cool? <clears throat> it's important to get health screening. It's important to see your doctor once a year and get blood tests and all that. But what about what to expect with aging? I think that once women turn 50, we have this idea of my body's going to fall apart. And it's true. I know several women uh, that are constantly complaining. As soon as I turn 50, this happens. It's not that. <clears throat> I think that it's just that maybe those things were happening before, but they were few and far between. And I, I don't like <clears throat> knowing that because what's happening to me might not happen to you. Have there been, <clears throat> excuse me, have there been some things uh, that have affected me? Well, of course, you know, some aches and pains, but I try not to focus on it too much and just keep moving through it. I think that it's, it's really important, you know, with your cardio, uh, with the cardiovascular system, I mean, your blood vessels and your arteries start to stiffen and that makes your heart work harder. And, you know, you need to really keep yourself fit. What about your bones? What about your joints? Well, I do not take calcium because of all of the studies I've read, it's not just about calcium. I actually get, uh, I actually take magnesium and vitamin D. Um, and I'm, I'm physical and, and I don't do drugs. I don't drink a lot, blah, 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 blah. But what really happens to us women more so? I mean, let's talk about the body and let's talk about what we've gone through as far as, you know, starting like in our 20s. So I know that up until about, well, let's say age 30, 
our bones, you know, they, they get thicker, they gain density. And, and especially if you exercise regularly and you eat um, well and you have vitamin D, um, if you don't, then your body definitely starts to lose a lot of bone density. And, and your heart needs to, you know, we have uh, more body parts than men and we have to be really, really careful uh, when it comes to those like, like breasts. You know, like we have to be really careful um, as women get older, because I feel like uh, because of all the changes in our body, uh, you know, menopause and the lack of estrogen can be really harmful to women versus what men go through. Um, So it's really important that we focus on not only our mental health, but our physical health as well. So, I mean, aside from the body changes, is it true that women get wiser with age? I remember having a discussion with my mother several years ago, and it was about uh, how things don't affect her as much as they used to. And I remember her telling me that as she gets older, things don't affect her as much because of aging. Um, I'm, I'm 30 years younger than her and she's gone through a lot more than me. And so she's been able to deal with the bullshit of other women, other men, the world, society, and gain uh, more armor and become more wiser. And so I figured it was just a matter of time Uh, after going through some friendships or relationships or life itself and things happening and difference of opinions to to at some point form a a different person inside of me that became more wiser or not caring uh, about other things as much as I did before or not being affected and not sweating the small stuff, you know, um, I think that it's definitely evolved. I've definitely evolved as I've gotten older to where I really do not uh, care about some of the things that I cared about before. Um, I think that years ago I might have been affected um, by smaller things than other things that were bigger. And it was actually the smaller things that affected me more than the bigger ones. Uh, And so now I am, I just don't care. And, and, and I, and I, I don't like the phoniness of people. I actually don't give in to those that are phony anymore anymore. If I wind up having a conversation with someone that I have zero respect for or don't want to have anything to do with, I don't care anymore about how I might behave or how I might act when I've been hurt by that particular person or or been written off as a friend or whatever it is. I, you know, I don't owe that person any respect and I don't care anymore about what people feel or think about me. It doesn't affect me any, any more. Uh, and so luckily for me, I've had a man in my life for a very long time that grounds me. And 
he is so unaffected by things that sometimes it really pisses me off because I'm like, you know, I've gotten to the point where how can you not be affected? Like, are you even human? And it's so annoying because at first it was more like, okay, well, that's great that you're not affected by this. Oh, that's great. You're not affected by that. But almost 30 years later, he's still unaffected. And I start questioning, like, is this a good thing? Or does he just have like no feelings? Does he not care? Well, I know he's caring and I know he has feelings. He just doesn't give in to the bullshit. He never has. And he just things kind of fall off his his shoulders. And so it's been it's been interesting watching him and me together growing up where I am totally the opposite and trying to learn a little bit more about how to not care like he does. And, and it's taken a really long time because I'm a woman and I do care. But as far as other things go, when I was in my 20s, when we were in our 20s, we did not care about the future. What did we care about? We cared about as a woman, we cared about, um, you know, what our place in life was going to be, our role in life. We cared about friendships. We cared about having sex and maybe finding a man in our lives and eventually getting married. Some of us, uh, we, some of us cared about, you know, finding what we were going to do for the rest of our lives. Because those of you that are my age, it was always about what are you going to do outside of high school? What are you going to do? You need to have a career and you need to needed to kind of know what you were doing. Whereas now, no, now today, it's not about what it is that you're going to do in your life. It's, it's about finding happiness in what you do. Whereas when I was younger, it was about, it doesn't matter if you're happy in your job, you just need to make money. In my twenties, I was very carefree. I was still growing mentally and and physically and everything bothered me every single thing bothered me because i was young and i wasn't forthright and i didn't know how to handle certain situations so i was very reactive then i would say as i got older and i had my son i became less reactive i had to because not only was he watching how i was behaving which I knew I had to change a bit to make him become the man he needs to be. But there were so many different situations when he was younger that could have caused me to, you know, want to hurt somebody. And I needed to take some time and be less reactive. And that was a great, great lesson. I don't know if I would have been able to get a handle on being so reactive at a young age, it might have happened a little bit later if I didn't have my son. You know, for example, if something went wrong at school, uh, at first I would be very reactive and be, be like, I, how, you know, how could you let this happen at the school? Da, 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 da. To becoming, uh, if my son told me something that was upsetting to him, I, instead of getting very upset and very angry, I would take about 24 hours to let it sink in without thinking a lot about it. It was there, but I knew that my irrational state, because I was so angry, it would not have allowed me to think clearly. So 
I knew that I had to take some time to just um, not react so quickly. And that was actually a great lesson. And it made me who I am today because today uh, I will hear something and I don't need 24 hours, but the way I react is so much different than how it was. It's much more rational um, versus needing the 24 hours or, or a few hours. Now I'm able to kind of assess what's going on um, quickly without needing extra time. So I'm much more rational at a, at, within a short period of time. And so in my 30s, um, I definitely was calmer when it came to things about my son, but I was still learning. You know, as your children get older, it's a learning process for you because as they get older each year, you're, you're, they're changing. So you have to change. So not only do you have to change, uh, as, as a woman, as a human, but, but you're also learning, uh, how to deal with certain situations as your child gets older. My thirties were, all about my son and working. <clears throat> I was working uh, only during my son's time in school. So I was able to bring him to school. I was able to pick him up from school. I don't think he even knew that I was working. So uh, we had a really great relationship. We still do. And it was all about, you know, when he came home, what sports events did he have? Um, uh, where did he have to be? Where did he have to go? How much homework did he have? Did he have to study for tests? Was he sick? You know, is he going to a friend's house or is his friend coming to our house? What am I making for dinner? You know, it was all about him and the family. And that is what kept me busy throughout my 30s. And as far as life in my 30s, I definitely uh, enjoyed making friends and then losing some of those friends. And I don't mean by death, I just mean things just kind of withered. That is the one thing I remember in my 30s, how many friends came and went. And I, I, I'm still trying to figure this out today. And of course, I went through the whole, oh my God, is it me? Because, well, it wasn't so many friends, but it, it, was, it was a few that, you know, just, I, I was trying to figure it out. There was, it, it seemed as though many of these women and even men cared more about the amount of people they had as friends and being diversified as well as forming these groups, these, these cliques, these squads that... Excuse me. Excuse me. Mid podcast sneeze. It was all about how many friends they could have and and within that that amount of friends finding the perfect click to go out with uh every weekend and getting dressed to the nines every weekend. And it it became a thing in where I live that you almost had to be a part of a group of women to really have 
um, friendships. And that just was not my thing. I do not like uh, hanging out with the same people day in and day out. And I certainly do not like the rules of this is our group. We can't let anyone else in. That is a disgusting way to live. And so I think that that has to do with why I kind of ended a lot of relationships because it either became monotonous, hanging out with the same people, or our views were different, or they all just wanted to have just a small group. And it was just like, no. And I remember there was time, there was a time or if not a few times when I said, oh, you know, I'm going to invite my friend so-and-so and they would say, wait, who's that? And they would question it. I'm like, who cares? Like, you'll really like her. She's a lot of fun. But no, she's not a part of our clique. So that had, uh, that was a, a huge factor in my 30s that I had noticed this, this trend and, and the constant getting together of the same people over and over. And I'm very free-willed. I'm more like the more the merrier, you know, more people you can have, the better. Um, certainly, I, I had friends that I would hang out with and go out with, and, and I was friends with just them. Um, but for the most part, it was a big trend. And, and then I turned 40. And... I remember at this point, um, my son was 13 and he was, um, well, let's see, 13. How old? So you're in kindergarten, one, two, five, six, seven, eight. So yeah, sorry, I had to do my counting. He was entering high school and uh, it was a whole new world, a whole new, you know, and you, you got the puberty and everything going on. And I'm now in my 40s, well, just turning 40. And my 40s became more about not being as sensitive as I was, not caring as much as I used to care about the smaller things and caring about the bigger things. Whereas up until my 40s, it was more about caring about the smaller things and the bigger things. And, you know... Sometimes life shocks you and makes you think about reassessing your life. So in my 40s, I did not care about how many friends I had or uh, it, it was more about the quality, not the quantity. And my life had become more about me and caring about me and the things that are important to me. Uh, my son still had four years left of school, but, you know, it, it, it became, he was older. And so he was much more independent. Uh, my husband and I, you know, were able to establish some nice friendships and relationships with other people. Um, but I didn't feel like I had to see them every weekend, nor did I feel that I had to always go out every weekend. What I did notice as far as a trend was uh, how women uh, in their 40s who now had children that were in high school, it almost seemed like they were shouting out, this is my time. Many women in the area that I live in, 
who were part of these cliques would behave as though they were still in their 20s. The clothes that they wear, the low-cut clothes, and their boobs hanging out, and they were so tight, and they had to pose for pictures in in the right way, had to make sure that, oh, wait, I have to turn to the side, and then I have to turn my top torso a little towards the left, make sure that my, my head is down and I have my hand on my hip and I have the perfect smile. Meanwhile, I would hear from other people how unhappy they are or, or the, the constant talking behind uh, their other friends in the cliques backs. And it was just the most phony thing. And I felt like, all right, you know, look, I kind of get this in a way. Many women had kids in their 20s or mid-20s and they're all coming out now and living the lives that they didn't get to live in their, tw- their 20s or their 30s. But here's the thing. You're in your 40s. You do have to act a certain way and dress a certain way. I'm certainly not telling you to, you know, act frigid or to act like the Queen of England with a stick up your ass or dress a certain way and cover things up. What I'm saying is when people see, see you when you're in your 40s, you can still dress sexy, but in like a, a sexy, chic, classy way. You don't have to have your boobs sticking out and you don't have to adhere to what everyone else is doing. Be that person that just smiles in a picture instead of having to you know, take 10 minutes to pose and have the light the right way and, and the angle the correct way. It's It was all about what what they look like and how much they can post on social media. And it was, it was, it became ridiculous. And I, um, really did, uh, at the time get some great ideas on social media, but it, it became like really annoying. And I'm, I'll tell you right now, I like to dress up. I like to wear makeup, uh, on occasion. Um, but it was extreme. It was going out every weekend. It was birthday parties. And I'm just more of like, eh, that's not important to me. And other things in my 40s, things did not affect me nearly as much as they they used to. There were some things that definitely upset me more than others. And I felt like I was still living the life of a 20-year-old to where I had to, you know, still deal with infantile things. However, on the flip side, I also became a lot more patient. Um, I was really counting down the day before I turned 50 because I was kind of hoping that I wasn't dealing with the same bullshit that I was dealing with as I was, you know, when I was younger. I know of people who live in communities that are in their 60s, 70s, 80s, women who are still talking about other women or gossiping. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Like, why do you care so much? Why do these things bother you? And I got this disgust for these women who were in their 70s and 80s still talking and uh, uh, behind people's backs. And I thought to myself, this is not for me. And this is not what I ever want to be. I don't want to be a part of 
a group of women that are constantly gossiping and talking. It, it is not something that I like to do. You know, look, talking about something that might have happened in a community is one thing because it, it affected all of us. But to be deliberately talking about someone in a mean way is just not my style. I then turned 50 and felt like a breath of fresh air. And I was doing a lot of reading about women uh, and what happens to our bodies, what happens to our brains, how we start to act. And I've got to tell you, it made me feel so good because I felt like I could yell from the rooftops that I am 50 years old and I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit about this. I don't give a shit about that. I don't give a shit about you. And I can very matter-of-factly act in the way I want to. Now, I'm 50, and I'm talking to a 30-something-year-old woman who doesn't understand how I can just simply say, no, thank you, to something, or I'd rather not. And it's because you have to remember that when you were 30, you didn't act like a woman in their 50s, where you can very matter-of-factly say things now without feeling uncomfortable or regret. And so when you're dealing with younger women, even younger men, they might say, oh, she's such a bitch, or she's so mean, or she just simply said, no, thank you. Yeah, that's right, I did. But the fact that it bothers people no, oh, I mean, I think it might. I don't really know. When you're dealing with people that haven't reached the precipice that you've reached, you are entering dangerous territory because they just don't understand why you are behaving the way you're behaving versus being friends with an older person who has reached that precipice that can understand and respect when you answer someone in a specific way, they might say, oh, I need to act that way. But good luck because women are women and women can be very catty. And I, although am a woman, I am also a tomboy. And I don't care about half of the things that most women care about. I have learned to enjoy my own company enjoy the people that I have chosen to be in my life. I have learned to enjoy the quality and not the quantity and have learned to break free from I from just the bullshit. And I've got to tell you, it's extremely freeing. Now, am I 100% like that? Uh, no. Do things still piss me off and affect me? Uh, yeah. However, I have much more of a handle on it. I don't obsess about the things as much as I did. And why? Because I've been through it. I've been through it so much that it, I've reached this point where I just kind of know how to handle it and, and, and won't allow myself to feel the feelings I used to have when I was younger uh, now. Because I just didn't like how I felt. As far as the body goes, it's different for everyone. I think that if you take care of yourself as best you can, and there are still some things that are just going to start affecting you physically, then that's just how it is. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's age. 
It could just mean that there's, you know, something that it's affecting you. Um, I try very hard not to focus on all the oys that I make and the bending down sometimes. And because I know that right now I am in much better shape than I will be tomorrow, than I will be a year from now or 10 years from now. So I'm, I'm keeping everything at bay. But it is true that as you get older, especially women, we start to lose our estrogen and we really have to eat well, care for our bodies and exercise, uh, be active. Even if you don't want to exercise, go for a walk every day. Um, it's very important. So that that's pretty much it for me. I, I think that it's, it's a, a wonderful thing getting older. I don't love it, but I... I will, uh, you know, I'm trying to find the adjective. I will embrace it and I will try my hardest not to look back and be happy with where I am and what I am because as women, we always, always find something that's wrong with us. And oh yeah, I can find a plethora of things I don't like, but do I really want to change them? Nah, not really. I might just deal with them for the rest of my life. But the point is, I am happy in my skin right now. I am happy with who I've become. I'm happy with what I've gone through in my life. I wish that there were some things I didn't go through and I didn't allow myself to be put through. But with age comes wisdom. And I am definitely wiser with some things. And in another year or two, I'll be even more wiser with other things that might happen to me today. Well, thanks so much for joining me, everybody. I hope you really like this podcast. If you do, feel free to subscribe, which you might be, and leave me a review. And feel free to go to my social media accounts uh, on Facebook and on Instagram, nothing but Julie. And feel free to go to my my WordPress blog. I'm at uh, uh, nothingbutjulie.wordpress.com. If you want to find links to all of this, you can go onto my Instagram account and click on the link in the bio. Have a great rest of your week.